Corso and Catone. I think, I think, listen, Mark, listen, hold on. When I say, would you have caffeine today? What the hell is that up Presented by Special Sauce Podcast, Studio 42 Design, and Corso Law Group. Now for the real deal New England feel, Corso and Catone. Welcome in to Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. I'm Corso. Catone is here. Joe is driving the ship, boat, whatever the hell we're on today. Joe's controlling things. <laughs> <laughs> and you're with us on uh, YouTube, listening on iHeartRadio. Hey, you can listen live on Podbean and anywhere you podcast. So make sure you're tuning in. And uh, hey, check us out on Twitter. And of course, mark our heated hotline, 855-313-PATS. Give us a call. Leave us a message 24-7. Want to hear from you, so 855-313-7287. Got a good one today. We're going to have in our Patriots preview of that Ravens game as the Patriots host the Ravens in their home opener tomorrow, and that's, uh, what, 1 p.m. kickoff. Yep. And we're going to – Mark and I are going to have our offensive, defensive, keys to victory, our breakdown, and, uh, hey, anything you want to talk about, bring it to the table. And, of course, Catone's comments. Stick around. You never want to miss that. And game predictions. Joe, we may even let you predict the game today. I don't know. Oh, boy. We'll see, we'll see about that. So, gentlemen, good good week this week. Got a lot of, a lot of things going on in the sports world, in the local sports world. Yeah, and, oh, a uh, lot of things. Celtics, very interesting this week. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, they're doing everything they can to uh, shoot themselves in the foot. So Absolutely. We'll see what happens there. But you know what? It's football season. Right, we can right. talk about basketball season in three months. Right, it's it. football season, and the Patriots host the Ravens tomorrow in their home opener. And so, let's get to our Pat's preview, Joseph. Welcome into our Pats preview of the Patriots Ravens game tomorrow. Hey, when that song is going on, when you people are all seeing that, you don't see Mark in the background. He's like jamming out over there to that tune, getting himself all, all ready to go. But yeah, listen, I think the hopefully the Patriots are ready to go tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern, as the Ravens come to town. And listen, Mark, um, you know, they're one and one at this point. Um, this is a big game, Chris. I've been saying it since yeah. last week because, in my opinion, you got to go two and two with their schedule, the first four games. And I really don't think they're going to go on the road and beat Green Bay. I know you don't, you think they can beat Green Bay because you think Green Bay is not good this year. However, I think this is almost like a must win game. Cause I think you're going to go two and two Chris after this stretch of games. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and how you get to the two and two, listen, the Miami loss is not looking as bad. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It? It's no. not looking as bad, although the Patriots played so bad in that game, you wonder. You kind of wonder, don't you? My my hopeful New England kind of oh, I know, I know. hold out hope kind of nonsense, you know. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, I had it as a loss tomorrow. We'll get to our game predictions later. But, Mark, when you break this thing down, and let's start with the offense because, you know, that that's a lot of people yeah. have are, are talking about that. You know, their offense isn't, isn't kicking on all cylinders. But 
when you know we got the when we got the offense, we're running the ball. I mean, how, how are we going to fare against that defensive front? The front, Chris, they got a good defensive front. They, they, their their issue is their secondary. Their secondary has played has not played well all season. So you're going to have to forget that. 30 passes and 30 rushes type of thing that they've been doing the first couple of games. And and you brought it up last week. They yeah. got to develop a feel for the game, right? And, and it doesn't seem like they have that. The defensive front, Chris, I think it's going to be difficult to pass against them. I, I'm sorry, run against them. But, it, I, I mean, I think you could maybe, if you could run a little bit, do some play action, you're going to have to throw the football, Chris, and you're going to have to open it up. because and, and the front can get pressure, that front. But their secondary, if you can protect Jones, their secondary, Chris, is not good. Well, the pro the thing about uh, so so the Ravens they allow eighty four and a half yards a game. Um, you know, in two weeks, you know they uh, it's eighth in the league, so they're real good against the run. Um, that typical Baltimore front that they like to bring to the table every single year. Um, yeah. giving up, but they are giving up four point eight a carry. Yeah, which is high. So that's twenty. That's like twenty. That's like low twenties in the league. Um, well, Chris, overall. I think, listen, I think that number is deceiving because in their first couple of games, they've gotten way up on teams yeah. and teams have had had to, de- to desert the run, the run and throw the football. So teams may have been able to run for 150, 200 yards against them. We yeah. don't know, but they've had to throw the ball to come back. Yeah, I mean, they've allowed some some big plays on the ground too and it gets Miami as that Miami was coming back they did they allowed some big plays on the ground of course they were you know they were in in a, in a run defense uh, pass defense a lot in that second half because you know we you knew that Miami had to come back and they had to throw the ball to do it but when you look at that front okay i can't say they were able to adjust matabuki is that how you say that name? Matabuki. Sorry if I'm butchering that, but Justin Mata and Calais Campbell um, and the nose tackle Michael Pierce. I mean, they've been stout. I mean, they have been stout. Patrick been stout. And I'm surprised that Calais Campbell, what's he, 100? Yeah, I know. He's been around a long time. What? He was with, well, he was out in Arizona, right? He was out in Arizona. He was with Jacksonville, you know, mm. and so on. But, um, but they have been stout. And then when you throw, when you trickle in the linebackers, Patrick Queen, Josh Bynes, um, they're filling those gaps. They're run fitting really, really well. You know, Patrick they're making. Queen's a guy you liked. Out I of the did. Draft. I loved him, man. You know, don't get little, little speed, little really speed. Really He's got a little speed, Chris. Well, what do we need that for? We don't need speed in the middle of the field at linebacker. Who the hell needs speed, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't yeah. like speed on the Patriots. Forget it. No, they don't like speed. They like lumbering. You ever see that commercial with the sloth? That's walking around with the loan. That's trying to girls trying to get the loan to buy the house. And they have, that's our linebackers right there. Slots. That's a slot of the game instead of stiff. Right. Anyway. So yeah, they're going to be okay against the run now, Mark, but with our zone blocking scheme. Okay. This is one of those situations where you, when you run the ball against a front like this, you know, when you're running to the zone and you're bringing guys, pulling guys, you know, your interior guys that have some speed, this is a time when maybe you can you can run the ball against a front like this because they really haven't been that great at setting the edges. So I think you can get to the edge on this team. It's whether or not, well, first, if Harrison's going to be healthy, I don't think he thinks he's on the injury. I don't even think he's, he's not on, on the, the injury, injury report. He's not on the injury so, report, even though that looked pretty ugly. At the it really the did. But he said after the game, he said, I'm fine. You know, mm. but um, mm. but Stevenson and Harris, I mean, 
you know, if they if they can and they, you know, the run game was, was good last week. The offensive line played well. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see how they're going to run that ball, but they're certainly going to try. I mean, you know, I mean, and you have to do that. Um, so we'll see what happens. But Mark, when they so now they're throwing the ball. Okay. So, you know, we get the we get the Mac Jones. I mean, who well, it's okay. So who do you give the edge to when the run when we're running the ball? I want to know that. To finish that. Well, I guess I I guess I'll give us the advantage, a slight advantage when running the football. I'll give us a slight advantage. Yeah, the front scares me. I give it to them. I do. Uh, you know, it's it's now, it's tough. The passing game. You know, we've had some issues. Mac Jones has had some. And by the way, um, all the local experts have uh, since come around to where Mark and I were last week on the post game show. And it's happened minutes, man. Minutes after the game, it's pearls you're getting. Your pearls you're getting on the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post game show but worth Chris, watching. This is a cheap minutes, plug joke. But Chris, minutes after the game on all those other post game shows. Oh, they didn't have okay. the same. They, they didn't have the same take we had on Mac Jones, did they? Then two, no. three days later, they're all agreeing with us. Right. They they were blaming the offensive line, saying, "Well, he's been stepping up in yeah. the throws." No, no, no. Yeah. That's him. So, so going forward now in this game, it's been him. He's had a clean pocket. The offensive line played really well in the past game, pass protecting. He just wasn't stepping up. He was flat foot. He was throwing on back feet. He was throwing. He was making wrong reads. Leave guys running wide open down in the field and, and not seeing him throwing into coverage, throwing into cover too. So when they throw the ball, what do you see with Baltimore's defense that that you think will give us problems? If you do, even if you do. So two things. Interestingly enough, before I get to that point, Chris, last week on the pick, right? On the pick last week, if you yeah. listen to what he said in the post game press conference he said that was the call that was the call that's where we wanted to go with the that's where the ball was going almost like i couldn't i, I that's where they wanted the ball to go i i like another like words, it's almost, predetermined somebody yeah, else's oh, yeah exactly it was almost like i'm not throwing the coaches under the bus but that's where the ball had was going so i I, I just thought that was really strange to make that man. comment Huh? That's such bullshit. I mean, that's no, I know that, but I thought it was interesting. Why are yeah. you making that comment? Right? It is interesting. Know. It is interesting because it makes him look like a, a, you know, like a. Look, the the thing with Mac Jones is he's emotional, right? Gets yeah. all pissed off, all upset, and and I know, think I in know. the post game presser that was a little bit of his emotion. Like it wasn't me. That's where they told me that they, that's where they wanted the ball. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, you know what? what? In Pop Warner, you can do that. <laughs> Say he they, Billy throw the ball, throw the ball. To him, that's it. Throw the ball to Jimmy, and you're you're good to go. Yeah, that doesn't work when the on the NFL level, man. And I'm yeah. pretty sure it didn't work in Alabama either. Those kinds no. of things. No, no, you don't throw the ball there. That's the bottom line. You just don't. You don't predetermine that. And throw the ball to cover two. Come on. You the know? one thing, Chris, against this team, against Baltimore, that I've seen on film, and and, and I don't know if we have this type of a passing game. You can get in space and get open against these guys. They're not. They're not really the best cover corners. They'll keep you. They, they can play ten yards and in deep slants, posts, different types of routes, rub routes. They don't against Miami. They were lit up, but I don't know if we got those types of receivers to, to for that type of a passing game, Chris. That that down the field passing game. You can beat them because they're not. 
you know, th- th- that's not their strength, Baltimore, this year. You know, I mean, it, they have Peters, but Peters, Chris, in my opinion, for the last two years, I think he's the most overrated cornerback in the NFL, in my opinion. Is he good? Yeah, he's good. But they talk like he's an elite shutdown corner. I don't think he's an elite shutdown corner anymore, Chris. He had him on the injury report this week, but I think it was more rest. They calling it a knee slash rest. Yeah, it was called. Well, he got right. his ass whooped last week by <laughs> Waddle and Hill. So, yeah, he needed the rest. They had a couple of guys on that list uh, that were resting up. You know what I mean? But l- listen, the, the problem with that, okay, is it's deceiving because of last week. So now, you know, they own the um, the worst you know, they, they own the worst uh, pass. They have the per- worst pass down defense in football, I mean, 379 yards per game over two games. However, you know, and you know, I don't like saying this if you take out last week, but come on. I mean, they allowed 469 yards passing and six touchdowns. What did they allow so, week one yards so, passing? I, you know, I don't, I don't have the numbers on week one, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> you know you know what I mean? No, 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 it no, certainly, no, no. It certainly right. wasn't that bad. Um, It was, it was a lower score. So, you know, that's the only thing. And so when you talk about, hey, we can maybe get off open down the field and those deeper posts, those deeper crosses, it's, you know, hit the brakes a little on that because we don't have Waddle and we don't have Hill. I mean, if you're going to make a comeback and you're going to throw for 469 yards and six touchdowns and Tua is doing it, okay, and I'm sorry. I mean, everybody's, you know, everybody's pumping up Tua right now. I still don't think he's that great of a quarterback. But when you got those two guys, of course the middle of the field's open. Of course the deep crosses are open. This is what they do, you know. Um, the only saving grace on that is to say, well, like you said, some of these the corners they have, Humphrey, who by the way has a groin injury. I don't um, know if he's going to play. Well, he he was full participation uh, yesterday, Friday, so he's going to play. I just don't know how effective he's going to be, you know. So again. Those guys do have trouble down the field. Mark, I'll agree with you 100% on that. Um, but breaking down our receivers, though, is there a guy that's going to threaten that team over the top or deep for us? Well, I think, Chris, I think you're going to have to try to throw a couple of 50-50 balls up to Parker. You have to make it intentional this week to get him involved, Chris. You have to. You have to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what he's there for. I mean, make it intentional. Do it. Back shoulder throws, 50-50 balls, balls up the air. If you're going to, if you're in the red zone, he gets a high ball. I mean, having him run down a seam, having that's him, him run that's a not him. route. That's not him. No, that's there's no way that's him. I mean, that's Aguilar. And that'll be thought that'll be Thornton if he comes back. It will. If 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 he's not redshirted, which I fully be- expect and believe, that's what's going to happen. So, you know, the safeties, Chuck Clark, uh, Marcus Williams, rookie Kyle Hamilton. This safeties, that's another guy. Chris, this is probably the worst safety group that Baltimore's had in years. In years. Years. In years. I mean, it, it's been a long, long, long time since they've been, they've been that bad. I mean, so, again, <clears throat> the whole thing about that is do we have the horses? Now, Jacoby Myers. You know, looking at the injury report for – let me pull out my glasses, uh, Mark. My, okay, Chris. My readers here. Oh, wow. Looking at the injury report. Uh, <laughs> as of yesterday. It looks like – you know what it looks like in Casino? 
speaking of racing form we got some things to tell you about later on the show so stick around for that but Bledsoe has uh, been out but the two Duggar that's a huge that's a huge problem if he doesn't play right but but on the offensive side of the ball Jacoby Myers that's a big that's a big well you know what maybe it's not a big bad because maybe it'll force them to integrate Kendrick Bourne so, so maybe it ain't a bad thing if Myers isn't hundred percent because maybe they'll have they'll be forced to use Bourne. I don't know. That's his. That's his Whoopi. I know that's Max his Whoopi, but I think Kendrick Bourne can become his Whoopi if 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 Belichick lets him out of the doghouse. What about the damn tight ends? Yeah, well, that was going to be one of my keys to victory, but that's a little bit later in the show, so I'm going to say yes. The tight ends have to get involved. Well, in listen. In, in, in the game. And that and that is uh, we're going to get through that now. But so again, when they pass the ball, you give the edge to the Patriots. And it sounds like you do. Actually, I guess you have to because they're last in the league, Chris. And you know why you have to? Like you just said a minute ago, this is the worst safety group Baltimore's had in years. Yeah. So I think you have to give them. As bad as New England appears on offense right now, throwing the ball, I still think you have to give their receivers the advantage. Okay. So keys to victory off block. What's your key to victory? Key to victory is on offense, Chris, is you're going to have to open the game up. You're going to have to throw the ball. You may have to take some shots downfield. You're going to have to get Parker involved, but but you're going to have. My thing is involve the tight ends this week. Get those tight ends involved, Chris. If you want to do a deep crosser to try to open the middle of the field up, great. But then you should have John U. Smith or Hunter Henry going down the seam, down the yep. center of the field. You got, you have to make it a point to get them involved this week. The tight ends are going to be a key. If New England wins tomorrow, minimum one touchdown out of one of the tight ends, maybe two. You, that's my prediction. One touchdown out of the tight end, maybe two. They cannot win if they don't get a touchdown out of the tight end tomorrow. That's my prediction. They, they, Mark, they have to get them involved. That's Mark's key to victory. Mine is death by a thousand cuts. Okay. Because it, 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 I disagree with you on one front is unless they can play action pass, I don't think they're going to drive that ball down the field, and I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball all that well. So to me, it's going to be short passes. That's why I want Myers in this game. Right. Short passes. But I agree with you with the tight ends. In order to get that done, dink, dunk, dink, dunk down the field. And they've shown they can do that until they decide to get greedy and drive that ball down the field. He's thrown two picks doing that on good drives that they yeah. had the ball moving. So to me, it's that by a thousand cuts, bing, 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 boom, into the end zone. So those are my keys to victory. And uh, this, this portion of the show was presented by... Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm, CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. Hey, when we come back, we're going to flip flip it. We're going to go to the other side of the ball, and we're going to talk about our keys to victory there, too, right after this. It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. 
Back in with more Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. And listen, uh, Mark, we flip flip to the other side of the ball when we get on defense now. We'll get to our keys to victory in a minute. But look, when can the Ravens run the ball against us? Because, and I'll just give you just a few numbers on this. The run defense has been really, I mean, we, we gave them a little crap last week just because I think that's kind of a hangover in our minds about yeah. how that front was doing. Um, but when you really go back and break it down and look at them, they've been great in the first two games. Um, they ranked fifth in the league, okay, and rushing odds allowed in 78 per game, which, you know, that's pretty damn good. And an attempt, and you know, per attempt, three and a half yards a carry, that's a huge improvement from the last couple of seasons. Yep. What are you attributing that to, and can they get this done tomorrow? Well, Chris, I think they, they, Gachow is playing much better. Bonmore is playing good. Guy hey, he's earning good. that money. Gotcha. Gotcha. He's earning his money finally. But the center of the, the center of that line, Chris, is really playing well. But the other key is you've got Phillips and Duggar, Chris, who are coming up and filling gaps, right? So the safeties are coming in the box and filling gaps. And Jesus, we got two of the best safeties at, do, uh, at doing that in the entire league. So, but against this particular team, it's going to be the outside of the field that you're going to, I think you're going to have to protect against. In the running game, it's going to be your edges. And I don't necessarily know if it's going to be the middle. And I'll say this. Baltimore struggles has struggled running the football, Chris, this year. But their offensive line is not good. Um, they can pass protect a little bit. But Jackson moves around back there to create space for himself as well. But they haven't ran the ball like a typical Baltimore team yet. But I think they're going to try to tomorrow. I'm going to tell you that. Because I, I don't think they can continue to live off Jackson throwing the ball all over the field. I think they will try to establish the run tomorrow, Baltimore. I I, I think they will try that tomorrow. Yeah. Well, listen, and and Jackson leads the team. No surprise. Oh yeah, no, he leads the team he, in rushing, but it's like, but for the first time, Chris, in a long time, he's got more yards passing than rushing in the first two games. Yeah, I know. Um, and I think that's a little deceiving, honestly. Um, because I think the two opponents. You know, they played again. I, I, I don't. Yeah, but we couldn't throw like the ball Miami against second. Miami. No, but we couldn't throw the ball against Miami. We couldn't throw it against Sisters of the Poor. I mean, you. In, don't, in steal line. don't steal my line. Don't steal my line, little you, Sisters of the Poor. Kids, no. Well, then you say it. We couldn't Shut throw up. it against you, Mark. <laughs> so, no, listen. He leads the team 136 yards on the ground. Average. He's averaging nine yards per attempt. But when you look at the other guys, okay, uh, what job Dobbins hasn't suited up yet because he's coming off that ACL Kenyon Drake, Justice Hill, Mike Davis. Um, they haven't produced all that much. So I, I don't expect that to, I don't, I expect that trend to continue with our front. God chow, um, Barmore, is right? Dobbins on the, is Dobbins listed as out? He is, uh, I mean, he's still, it shows full participation. Yeah, but he hasn't gotten many carries, Chris. You're right. He, he may oh, be I, active, but I don't think he's uh, he's nowhere near 100. percent I don't think. I don't think they're really using him a ton yet. Right. So I mean, Barmore, Wise, Gotchow, they've been playing really well, and I still think that's going to happen. The issue, two things that I think is, you know, our, our safeties, the two you mentioned, are banged up. They both landed on the injury. Both were limited in in practice. Um, Duggar, I'm very concerned about whether he's going to play. If Duggar don't play, Chris and Phillips is banged up. You could have a problem against Jackson. 
Right, because you're now you're gonna you live real light on safeties, you know. Yeah. And and the thing, the other thing that's a little subtle point here is L- Lamar Jackson at some point this week was on the injury report with a uh, a right elbow injury. So does that affect him throwing the ball and are they going to want to move him around? Because they've had success in previous years in running Jackson. They've had success in everybody running him, running Jackson against them. So that's something there too. Do you think for a minute the Patriots could implement some sort of a spy against them? And who do you think would run that? Who do you think would be that spot? Well, I think it would be one of the safeties if they're going to do a spy. I think it would probably be maybe Duggar, somebody that's got a little bit of speed, right? But I don't know. We don't know if Duggar's going to be on the field, right? So, yeah. so I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it could be maybe your buddy Bentley could be the spy. Bentley, the sloth. Yeah, that's who he is now. The sloth. Now you can't steal that one from me. Now that's it, Joe. Bentley you should be the spy. Wilson. I oh, like Wilson. I like yeah. Wilson in this role. If you're going to do something like that, anything gets Bentley off the field. But if you're going to do something like that, what do you have? What do you have there? What are you, what are you drinking? And you didn't bring some nice coffee. Listen, unless you bring it all for the rest of the class and all of our <laughs> listeners, I don't think you should be, uh, you know. Chris, didn't they pick up our cornerback this week too? That's how bad they are in the secondary. They picked up Mitchell off the practice squad, right? They did. Cameron yeah, they Mitchell. did. Yeah, they did. So, I mean, they could they could implement a spy situation with, with Mac Wilson because I think he's got the speed to do it. Or like you say, Duggar, depending on if he plays or not. But the edge, Mark, you're right. The edge, the edge, the edge. He's had a lot of success running the ball in the center of the field. I will say that some mm-hmm. of those design runs through those eight gaps or the one in the two <clears throat> hole right on either side of the center. You know, Lamar Jackson's had some real good success. So against our front, though. I think they're going to want to get to the edge. I, that, yeah, exactly. As exactly. you said. As you said. So it's going to be coming on Judon, Jennings, Uche, right? Some of Dietrich Wise out there to get yeah. the job done on the edge and set the edge to allow those linebackers to fit. But let me tell you, I don't like how Bentley fits at all. He doesn't make other guys right. You understand what I mean by that, right? When 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 one of the front one of the front uh, linebackers or linemen are, ch- are picking a gap and they're going through it, Bentley's supposed to fill to the other side. That's making him right. And he just always seems to be out of position, doesn't he? No, he does. and He really does. He was, I think he was a little bit better last week against Miami. It was, un- he was out of position half the game. Yeah. So again, you know, yeah, and, and my notes, they're going to have to need discipline from Bentley. Good luck. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good, okay. good luck with that. So the edges, they're going to have to set those edges. They are with, with Jackson. And, and if, if you can do that. And Chris, the one other thing we didn't haven't have mentioned chance. yet, they do, but a key for them. Well, well, who's my guy for Baltimore? Andrews, the tight end is my guy. Well, we're going to get and, to the pass and, now. And, and, so, you know, talk to me. When we when they're pat when they're throwing the ball, are they, first are they going to be able to throw the ball around? Is it going to be intermediate, short, intermediate? Deep? I think what it's going to be short, intermediate, Chris, because I don't think we have an answer. If if our safeties are banged up, I don't think we have an answer for for uh, Andrews. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. We had trouble with the tight end from Pittsburgh last week. He caught a touchdown. You know, we we that's our that's our Achilles' heel is the tight end, right? And they've got they, and they have. Though. They didn't do bad against him, but I think I don't know if he was healthy. I don't know if he was banged up. But Andrews is one of the best in in the league, right? So 
He always seems to come up with a, t- a catch against us. Um, he's a, he's just he's one of the best. Yeah, he's one of the best. He's one of the best tight ends, and you know, you know why I'm doing this. Oh, I know. He's one of the doing. best tight ends in football. I don't know why you didn't see that coming out of the draft market yeah, for all your expertise, for yeah. all, Joe, for all his nonsense about his draft expertise. You didn't see Andrews. You didn't see that. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, I know. I missed I'm being it. Facetious. Mark I missed was it. Dying for them to draft him. Dying for Andrews. Yeah, Mark, you're right. I mean, who who's cover who's going to cover so, him? Especially so if Duggar doesn't play. If Duggar doesn't play, I mean, can Phillips? Pick him up out of out of can Phillips handle him or, or would you do you do you gamble and put let, let a guy like Mitchell pick him up? The you know, there's all, there's other things you can do too. Um, you know, you can bring Jack Jones on the field, put him at boundary, and and, and pull jo- oh, uh, Jonathan yeah. Jones inside of maybe a little bit um, to try to help to try to help with that. But you know, they talk about Jackson has been real good throwing the ball. It's been on the run. You know, he's been real efficient. He's completing 64% of his passes for like over 500 yards and six touchdowns against just one. He's got 120 quarterback rating if you buy into any of that. Um, But a lot of that has been on the run. You know, I mean, so, but you're right. Andrews has been good. Um, Bateman and uh, Duvernay have been real explosive for them. Duvernay's another guy. When he was drafted, we both said he was like a fourth-round pick. Remember we said, Jesus, we both liked him and thought we should have taken him because he had speed. And, of course. Well, we don't like speed. We don't take him, right? Because we don't like speed. Speed is a bad word in Foxborough. Yeah, we don't like speed. That's a a naughty word. We don't like speed. So, Chris, I think. Well, they mocked. They've combined for four touchdowns. They're averaging what twenty-seven and a half a game, sixteen yards per reception. I mean, but a lot of that now is scramble drill, isn't it? Yeah, it is scramble drill. And listen, last week, Chris, maybe they were smart enough to pick on the corner that you wanted to pick on when we played against Miami, and stay away from um, what the heck is the other the other corner is at Howard. Yes. Right? Maybe they were smart enough to stay away from him and pick on the other corner. Yeah, right? what was his name? Oh, I didn't even remember his name. That's how bad he is. But if we Raymond, go back if we hour. go back and look at the tape, I bet you the Ravens picked on that guy all day long. For all the crap um that we give, you know, for all the crap we give to the tackling, I will say that the outside tackling for New England has been pretty good. It's yeah. been pretty good. Jonathan Jones has been pretty good. Uh, Mills has been pretty good. Miles Bryant has some good tackles, but I can't. I, I, what did you, you just know, say? I, I, he has when, had some when, good tackles, but I, I can't. I can't give him. He's terrible in the passing game, but he well, yeah, I, a few I mean, okay, maybe he can tackle, but Jesus Christ, he can't. He can't stay with anybody. How the hell? Tell me, how the hell is he? Is 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 Jackson? Because we always said my. Uh, Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball deep. He can't throw the ball down the field. He's horrible. But he's been pretty good this season so far. Why? Because I think, I think guys because I think they're busted plays and guys are 10 yards open downfield. So Jesus Christ, I could throw that. I mean, I don't think he's putting it in tight windows, Chris. I don't think he's making the like decisions like, you know, I think the guys, like you said, there's 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 busted plays, there's there's scrambles, and he's throwing it, and these guys are breaking free and are wide open. Like if you go back and watch some of those touchdowns, I don't necessarily know if it's because he's making these great throws. 
It's scramble drill. It is. Yeah. When the quarterback gets outside the pocket, let me tell you something. As a second as a defensive back coach, it's a mess sometimes when they get when the quarterback gets outside the pocket and it's just a scramble drill. You basically have to pick up a man. You just pick up a man and go. With you him. can keep him in the pocket, Chris. You know that how it is with him. He isn't yeah. going to beat you with his arm, but he can beat you. On, he'll beat you on the scramble drill, which I think is what he's been doing all year. And the, problem, and the problem is, is when you're in that situation and the defensive backs are picking up a man, their backs are now to the many times their yeah. backs are to the line of scrimmage and off he goes. Yeah. You know, so, so Mark, your keys to victory on defense. Keys to victory on defense, Chris, is you're going to have to, I think you have to, Yes, stop the running game with Jackson, but also you got the key is going to be Jackson. That's the key to the game, controlling Jackson. You got to try to keep Jackson in the pocket. You can't, as you said, the scramble drill. You, you yeah. can't allow that with him. You're going to have to control the edges, keep Jackson in the pocket, and I think you can, you got a shot that you can win this game. Easier said than done. Control the edge and keep Jackson in the pocket. Easier said than done, but that's what I think you're going to have to do. Listen, I, I I have a similar key. Keep Jackson on a spot and spy, spy with Wilson. I like the idea. I yeah. think we finally have a linebacker that's quick enough to do it. To do it, yeah. I I really do. And and because he's the center of the field, middle, he's an inside line versus a safety. Is a guy that used to playing in the middle of the field in Mac mm -hmm. Wilson, and I yeah. think he can do it. But keeping Jackson on a spot to me, as Mark says, is key. Make him beat you standing in that pocket, stepping up into throws. And I want to get to Catone's comments, Mark, but real quick, special teams. I had to ask you about your key, uh, who you give the edge to in special teams, um, you know, because I know you've been so pissed off about them, especially one well, guy listen, on special you teams. Think, you think that they'd actually use Marcus Jones tomorrow? And, 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 and if they're at home. I mean, put the kid back there. Maybe he can make a play. Spock you a little bit, or they're going to use Bryant again, again. He'll keep running that clown back there. I mean, that that was like a Ringling Brothers. He's throwing the ball. The ball's tipping, I mean, busting around. Teams, Chris, I, I probably in the kicking game, Baltimore's got the kicker. He's a great kicker, right? He's that. He he. he but I mean, we we got a pretty. I mean, folk is good. I think. I would say they're I mean, punting. You got to go to us. Punting, you got to go to us, right? They have a better kicker. They have a better. They have a better, and I think they have a better return game because they use guys that have speed. Right. Exactly. They draft guys to do that, and then they actually put them on the field. They actually put them on the field. Whereas they don't do that. So, so some things to look out for in finishing with the defense. There's guys banged up: Davis, Duggar, Godchow, McMillan, which keeps our buddy Bentley on the field more. Yeah, um, Jalen Mills, Adrian Phillips, these guys. And by the way, McMillan didn't practice, and he was a new. He was a late add-on yeah. on Friday. If so McMillan doesn't play, that's a problem. You're right, Chris. Because those that things hurt. It's going to stay on the field. Those things hurt. So, listen. Uh, those are our keys to victory on defense. And our defensive breakdown was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? SpecialSaucePodcast.com. And hey. Buckle up, because when we come back, Catone's comments.
Tune in to Special Sauce Podcast, wherever you podcast. What's your special sauce? Hey, for You know, it would really aggravates me and upsets me. So I haven't even been paying attention this year to Tom Brady. You know what? He came back out of me time and it's like, he's like a soap opera, right? Okay, fine. He's back. I don't care anymore about Tom Brady. He won a Super Bowl in Tampa. Great. He won a Super Bowl. Fine. He's still out there. He's still playing. Is he good? Yeah, he's still good. But I don't care. I don't pay attention to him anymore. I'm not paying attention to him and I'm not paying attention to the Bucs. They get into the playoffs and they're going to win a Super Bowl. Well, then maybe I'll start to pay attention again. But right now I don't care. I'm focused on the Patriots. Until last week, when some idiot at this party I was at, he's got them watching the Bucks. <laughs> the Bucks. The Patriots are playing. I'm watching the game on my phone because this idiot at the bar has them. What? Who? Who cares what Tom Brady? Oh, Tommy. Oh, shut your mouth, Tommy. What the hell is wrong with you, for Christ's sakes? Goddamn idiot. This is New England. Either you're a Patriot fan or you're not. And if you're not, Get off the goddamn bus, because I don't want to look at your face. All right? But Brady, listen, this goddamn prima donna. Now he's taking Wednesdays off because Giselle's spanking him, giving him a spanking, and he has to he has to give her some time on Wednesdays. The most important what's the most important Chris day of the week for prep wise for a football team? Yeah, it's Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Well, I mean, they, they they get some they get Mondays off. Um, Tuesday is like film, all of that. I mean, they all work on Monday. They watch film. It was when they make the game plan. And Wednesday is when they put it in. He's not there. Not, not that he needs to be there. He doesn't. Obviously, at this stage of his career, give him the goddamn game plan, which he's probably developing, and he'll implement it. But he needs to be with the guys. He needs to be with those receivers. They've got injuries. They've got new guys. He needs to be on the field to get reps, to get in rhythm with these guys, which he's not. Because, you know what? Make a decision. Either you're retired or you're not. There's no one foot in the water, one foot out of the water. Listen, either you're playing or you're not playing. You want to go have goddamn avocado ice cream? Go have your goddamn avocado ice cream. But I'm sick of listening to Tom Brady. Sick of it. Joe, he's back. He's back. He's back. He's with us. Catone's comments. I he's with us. Anymore. He's back. <laughs> That's it. No more resolution. That's it. He's lost all sense of reality. Listen, Mark, the, only que- the one question I do have for you is, when you talk about he's getting spanked, by his wife. That's that a, leaves a lot show. open to interpretation. No, 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 not in a, not in a bit. Listen, not in a perverted way. The fact that she's the boss. He's getting, Please, well, let's not hey. talk that way. We got a lot of problems going on in New England right now. A lot of issues with all these kinds of things happening. Let's keep it clean. Let's keep it clean on Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. Hey, Mark, yeah, I think you're right. Coach, that wouldn't go up you. Sideways oh that your quarterback's taking Wednesdays off. No, you can't. You, you you I don't care who you look. The whole the whole thing about Brady has always been what? That he outworks the room. That's it. He shows up to everything he other than 2019 slug, but he outworks the room. He's always there first. He's the last one gone. He watches filming more than anybody. He's a he's he's just a football geek, you know, and yep. loves it, loves the work, loves the work. 
I don't know if he loves the work anymore. Or he loves the work, but he can't go home. I'm not sure. This is definitely his last year. He's done. This is now. Is it is it is it a situation? Do you think where he retired, came back? Is it because he was so hell bent on showing everybody I'm going to play till 45? Yeah. They need to get that year in. Yeah. Or you just want to get out of the house and get the because when you heard him come back, you he said it. He goes, "Yeah, I spent time with family and all that. I did all of that." <laughs> I, did I don't listen. That. He's one of those guys that maybe that? can't be home. I don't know. He may have know. a problem. Well, we'll see what happens, but I agree. You can't miss Wednesdays. And at some point, look, he doesn't have the, he won the Super Bowl there. And I guess the Bucks are saying, Tommy, Tom, whatever you want. I mean, they're kissing his ass beyond kissing his ass. And I guess why not? Because he brings a Super Bowl there when they were completely irrelevant. Yeah. But you start having these guys, the preparation's not there. And you get your backup quarterback putting the offense in. And listen, last week, Chris. They lose to Green Bay tomorrow. Wasn't that a bad look last week against New Orleans? We got fighting. You got the you got the cartoon character on the sideline. Arians, what's and he he's doing? Talking to I people. Don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it was just and a you bad know, look. You know who was responsible for that fight? Brady. Absolutely, Brady was responsible for that whole thing. He was bitching and complaining at the officials because I don't even think it was about the officials. He's bitching and complaining because he's just frustrated with how that <laughs> offense looks right now. And well, then they got a lot of injuries, criminal, you know. And that criminal they got on the team, Mike Evans, he comes out and he friggin', you know, melee. Is there something. any reason to talk like that, Colin? You don't know if he's a criminal. Criminal. You know? Well, he ought to be. So spoken anyway. like yeah, you're supposed to be a defense attorney. <laughs> so yeah, Mark, I agree with you. The guy needs to take part, and uh, I think he's he's pretty much this is it for him. So Catone's comments was presented by Studio 42 Designs, studio42designs.com for all your graphic design needs. Hey, listen, guys, we're at that point. It's time for game predictions. Joe, what, do you have anything for us, Joe, or are we just going right into it? What do you say? Get into it, man. Let's get into it. Get into it. So let's predict this game tomorrow. I mean, we did our season predictions. I'm not sure if people remember it, but what do you got tomorrow and why? I have... Ravens, 27. Patriots, 17. What was the Ravens score again? 27. 27. Joe, are you, are you like making notes on this? I'm going to make notes. I'm going to say Mark. <laughs> 27 to yeah, 7. Yeah, I'm recording it. That's the, Those are my notes. Yeah, but you know. You never go. Mark, you go back and watch this, to, you know, for, for quality control purposes? I mean. You're you know? talking to Joe or me? You. Well, I know Joe doesn't. I mean, he doesn't even show up for meetings anymore. Well, he's the Nothing production he guy. I figure he's look watching it for quality control. <laughs> so, yeah, for me, look, it's – it's. I picked – I picked – did I pick for them or against them in this game? In, in the I don't remember. I think I had them winning in Green Bay and losing to Baltimore, right? Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually switching that right now. Here's, <laughs> here's why. I, you know what? I sh- maybe I shouldn't because I was I've been I was two and zero in my picks. You weren't. You think you were just because the Patriots are one and one. You're zero and two. But listen, listen. I what was, am I going to listen to? Those were your picks. I had them after two weeks at one and one. They're one and one. You didn't have you. But after you were two weeks, listen. After two weeks, they Joe, were one and one. But you were zero and two in your picks. But what? what, what Listen, what was my record after two weeks? One and one. You're not. You're, the Patriots' record was one and one. Marcato's yes. record was a big egg. No, I predicted goose egg. One and one. I'm correct. 
So I'm I got them. I'm going to I'm going to go. I'm going to pick the Patriots tomorrow and it's going to be 24 20. Honestly, because of what I've seen out of the front and what I've seen out of the defensive ends and and setting those edges. And I do like the outside tackling on offense. And by the way, the Patriots are in the top five, I believe, in red zone scoring. So they're allowing teams into the red zone, but they're not they're not letting them in the end zone. Joe, Chris, remember, if the Patriots win tomorrow, Mm. minimum, at least one touchdown out of the tight end position. Maybe two. Well, that's my prediction. Joe, what do you got? Let's let's get Joe involved. You have a, you have a prediction tomorrow? Do you are you going to watch the game or you know? Well, yeah, of course I'm going to watch the game, uh, but uh, I'm definitely going to go. I think it's going to come down to a, a field goal, so I'm going to go 21-20. Who? Oh, Patriots. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, you, know, you know what, Joe? That, Mark, that's how he gets away with it. Yeah. He doesn't say who. So later yeah, on, he no, can no, say, I just gonna be, <laughs> we're going to the gambling end of, end of it. 21-20. Well, gentlemen, excellent show. Good job. That's our Patriots preview of the Ravens game, which was presented by the Pats Nation, the only Patriots postgame show worth watching. Join us 30 minutes following every Patriots game for all your postgame breakdown. And listen, thank you for joining us today in the nation. Get online. All our shows are up. For listen to, to watch, you can go to Podbean, you can go to YouTube, you can go to iHeart. Joe, am I missing anything here? Nah, just get out there and do it. You know what? Just you get can out. get on uh, that little blue QR code. They can access that and subscribe. Where is the blue QR? We don't get oh, to see the QR code. You can see it uh, right now as we are live. But once the uh, YouTube video goes up, it's on there as a uh, little mark. watercraft watermark. QR codes, Mark. Wow, he's getting this is getting really high tech for you. I don't even know what the hell a QR code is. I know you can't. I know whatever it is, we got it. That's it. Is that the thing where you got to take the picture of it? Yeah, so down to the left, bottom left, uh, or right corner. Listen, for our viewers, they don't know Joe. He just got rid of his Blackberry last year. He had a Blackberry (laughs) for Christ's sake. I still have I I still have my pager where you can put it in and it says hello if you put it upside down. So, so get on, log on, watch all the shows. They're up for you. And get on, you know, give us a call on Heated Hotline. We want to hear from you. And as I said, come back tomorrow for the Pats Nation. 30 minutes following that Patriots-Raven games. And next Saturday, Corso and Catone, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be previewing our trip to Green Bay. And Mark gives us no shot in that game. I think he's dead wrong. But let's get on and talk about it next Saturday and see what you think, too, in Heated Hotline. And listen, Mark has been... I know he's been aching, aching, aching to talk about this. We're going to be talking about something new. We're going to be adding a new feature to Corso and Catone, and it's Corso and Catone presents Sunday Spread. We're going to talk to you about the gambling lines. Hey, look, everybody now, everybody's gambling, sports gambling. It's legal all over the place. You can get online and do it. And Mark's been doing it for, I don't know, yeah, 30 I don't years. Know. Yeah, well, it, it might not have been legal then. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to be talking to you. We're going to pick some games out, go through the lines, explain what we think. We're going to give you some locks. We're going to give you locks of the week, and so you can make some real money. You can make some money. You can come back, talk to us. Heated hotline. Make sure you give us a call, 855-313-PATS. We want to hear your locks of the week, who you like in these games, and what do you think of these point spreads. 
We're so excited to be able to do that. We want to see, we want to hear from all you degenerate, degenerate gamblers out there, just like Mark is. <laughs> but remember, gamble like the Manning say, right? Gamble responsibly. Don't gamble for need, gamble for want, right? For fun, not for need. That's my new slogan. Let's put it on a shirt, Joe. So make sure you come back 7 p.m. Eastern. Anything you bring to the table, we will be ready for it because we are Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. See you next Saturday.